The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. And today we have Pastor Robert Russell from Celebration Church in Bluntville, Tennessee with us on Community Spotlight. Hey, Pastor Russell, how you doing? Doing great, Braxton. Thank you for having us on the program. Oh, of course. It's an honor to have you on to talk about this topic, one that is truly incredible, an example of God's love for us. And so, hey, you know, you are helping so many people, so many families in Ukraine who have no home, who their lives have been turned upside down. Your church, Celebration Church, has put on this incredible ministry over the last year that continues to grow, and we're excited to hear more about it. So tell us how things started and and how you got involved and where your heart was at when God started dealing with you on how you can help uh, Ukrainian refugees. Well, when the war started, we actually had friends in Ukraine uh, due to the fact that my own in-laws did missions work there about 20 years ago. And so we were wondering what was going to happen with those people. Uh, The primary person that we knew is Alex Yugolnik, who lived there with his wife and children and fled the country when the war started and came to the United States on a tourist visa. Alex began uh, asking us if we could help other Ukrainians who were now refugees without a place to live. And honestly, when he first asked, we weren't quite sure what to do, but we wanted to help and then went through a journey that was a bit of a long journey to figure out the process. But starting in about May of last year, we began helping Ukrainian refugees file with U.S. immigration to be able to come to the United States. Wow. And from then till now, boy, how things have grown, how you've been able to minister to so many. When were you able to to reach out and help your first Like from May until when did you have your first refugee on property there? Well, our first family, the Potopinkos, arrived in July. So we first had to file with U.S. immigration. There's a special program called Uniting for Ukraine that we worked through. And then uh, once they were approved to travel to the United States, we would purchase plane tickets for them and so forth and then prepare. We set up host homes that they moved into when they first came. And then, of course, all their other needs, helping them get established in this country. Yes. And so tell me this. Where do refugees go when they come to your your church? Where do they live? How, how have you been able to organize that that taking on of someone living for you don't know how long? Where, where Tell me all of that. Well, we decided early on that it would be best for them to go to a host home so that they would live with Americans who could help them with transportation, with getting food, all the basic necessities of life. And that has been the case with all of our people. Uh, We have 35 Ukrainians here that we've helped thus far, and we have more on the way. And all of them have lived essentially in host homes for a while, and then moved into their own uh, rental homes or something of that nature. And do most of these plan to return when things subside in Ukraine, or, or is this more of a permanent residence? Tell me, tell me that. Well, they have a two-year status that they can stay in the United States under the Special United for Ukraine program. But as far as whether they can return, I, I couldn't answer that question, and I'm not sure they can. 
I know they love their country, but of course the war is still intense and none of us know how long it's going to last and whether it would be safe for them to return. Many of them are from the city of Kharkiv, which is right on the Russian border. So it's one of the more dangerous areas. Yes. And so tell me about the funding for this. I mean, you know, you got approached not even a year ago, uh, but, you know, it's it's a large undertaking for 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 anyone, especially a, a church, a nonprofit. So tell me, how does that work if a, a refugee or someone from Ukraine has to foot any of the bill? Share share how all that works financially. Well, we first asked people within our church to donate to a special fund to support them. So. The people here have been very, very generous in order to do that. We don't expect the Ukrainians to provide any of their funding initially, although we're trying to help all of them transition into working and eventually becoming financially independent. And some of our uh, singles who are working have essentially become independent. They're providing for themselves. And uh, most of the people who hear the uh, some family members are working and providing part of their support. Okay. And you've shared that uh, you weren't quite sure of how um, these refugees would feel. Uh, of course, they would want to go back home. But, you know, I think it's interesting because you actually have a couple with you today. So if you'd like to introduce them and they can share what this has meant to them and their families, that'd be awesome. Yes, I have three ladies with me, Julia Yagolnik, uh, Yelizaveta, who goes by Lisa Kozova, and Christina Potopinko. And uh, maybe Christina would be the first to share because she was the, uh, her family were the first refugees that we helped come to the United States. I'm Christina. Uh, we fled from Ukraine, uh, escaping the war with um, all my family, with my husband and three kids. And we had to leave our apartment uh, just right that very night on the 24th of February uh, with the sounds of first bombing. And we uh, spent a couple of days in uh, uh, our journey through the whole country, through Ukraine. And then we got to Poland and then we got to Germany and uh, finally uh, we got to USA. Here we found a new family, <laughs> Pastor Robert and Celebration Church. Uh, they became really a family for us, and uh, they helped us uh, to start absolutely brand new life. And uh, they showed us uh, how to love Jesus, how to love God, and how to love people not just through the words, but through their good deals. And they provided all our needs and even much, much more. <laughs> and uh, we can feel that really all Christians were the whole family. And we're so grateful and so thankful to Pastor Robert, Robert and Celebration Church. Mm. Uh, now we have absolutely new life and we're so happy to be here and very blessed. Mm. Mm, that is so good to hear. Wow. Praise God. I love it. I love it. Anybody else like to share? I would definitely agree with Christina. Main thing that celebration has provided as a family. As I came here all by myself, for me to feel loved and supported by the people all around me, both by the Ukrainian community that has really grown here and by members of celebration is 
definitely helping me to feel more like home and less like being on the other side of the world. Everything from filing paperwork with U.S. immigration, which I know is a lot, <laughs> uh, to the point where they constantly giving me a ride while on, while I'm on my journey of becoming not a danger on the road. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my story. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my goodness! And uh, Julia, what about you? I just want to clarify for all who are listening that um, there is um, eight million refugees that escaped the war from Ukraine. And only 100,000 could make it to the United States, which is like a one and a half percent, maybe. When I, uh, I was, when war has started, I was in Greece. I was there in the Christian camp and I stuck there because I had no place where I could go back. I was, I was living in Kiev in the capital. And then uh, my brother called me and he said that uh, there is a celebration church in the United States and they're hosting Ukrainians. Uh, do you want to join uh, this uh, program and uh, to move to U.S.? Because it was difficult to live in Greece. In Europe, it's really difficult with uh, being a refugee. And I had a fear. I said to my brother, I know what United States is. It's very, you need to get the documents. You need to, I don't want to work illegal. You know, I want to everything. Uh, I want to have everything by the law. So uh, to get the documents, it takes time where I will live, what I will eat. I know that it's impossible to live in the States without a car. I don't have even driver lessons. So it was for me um, a big challenge because I had to, to be honest, I had a fear to move in because I, when I moved, first of all, Celebration Church, they paid for my ticket. They uh, found a host family for me and I'm, stay, stay, I'm still living with this family. It's a couple uh, and they're in their 80s and they already and they host me. So I'm living together with them and when i got here i had like uh you know it's like angel i was surrounded by angels because all the all the people i've met on my way they were willing to help to support to show me things around to take me to the restaurants or to the parks uh, movies uh, theaters uh, one woman took me out for shopping you know to show me where to buy clothes she bought clothes for me and so it was very interesting another guy from the church from celebration church he was willing to help me he heard that i never been driving a car and he started i have a willing to uh, teach you how to drive a car so he was coming to our to the place where i was living i'm living uh, every morning to like every two two months every morning he was teaching me to drive a car and now i'm having my driving lessons and i have a car wow. and it's also provided everything by celebration church and the members who are from celebration church so uh, we are very blessed being here, and it's um, also good that we have a lawyer. Uh, all questions that we have about the documents, about insurance, about the taxes, we we always can find a person who will give us an answer or another support. And the other thing that happened uh, in my case that I have I had my parents who was living in the south in Odessa, and they're in their sixties. They don't speak English at all and they never been thinking to move to other uh, country, but the situation there gets very bad. Uh, when the Russians start 
attack uh, electricity stations, how to say it, correct? Power stations. Yeah, power sure, stations. Yeah, yeah. So my parents were out from electricity for like almost a month, no electricity. Wow. It means no mobile connection. They have an electric car. They couldn't charge, charge a car. So we start speaking about this with Pastor Robert about idea to move my parents here. And one day, uh, Pastor Robert came over and he said, we have a fin financials to cover the tickets for your parents, so you can you can bring them here. So even my parents now, who are in their sixties, they are under um, they're here, and also church found a house for them, so they are staying here. They having uh, my father is working now. Everything is uh, all the ways uh, blessed here, and all wow. people they're like an angels. Wow. Wow, you know, Celebration Church is giving you guys a reason to celebrate, you know? <laughs> That's true. I love it. A verse that really is sticking out to me that you guys might be familiar with is Romans 8.28. It says where we know that God works all things for the good uh, for those who have been called according to His purpose. And that is such a difficult verse to believe in sometimes because you're like, God, is this really for my good? That my life has been turned upside down. But in times like that, you can say, God, you are good. God, you are loving. Wow. I love hearing these stories, ladies. Thank you for so much for sharing. And, you know, Pastor Russell, we're talking about this and hearing some incredible stories from these women, uh, refugees from Ukraine. And uh, someone else might be listening and they understand. You, they heard that the percentage, about one and a half percent of the refugees have been able to make it to the U.S. There are so many more that need a place to stay that would come, but there's, there's not a, a place. For someone listening, another church, another ministry, someone who could help, how can they? What advice would you share? Well, we have been encouraging other churches to get involved. In fact, there's another church in the Bristol area that recently has brought their first family. So we helped them, gave them understanding about the process and got them started, but things are going great with them. And in fact, that family comes and fellowships with the other Ukrainians that we have here. Uh, it's been a real blessing to us to be able to do this. Uh, on the one side, we are blessing them. We're taking care of them. We love them. It's, there's just a phenomenal relationship that has developed, um, just a heart of love for the Ukrainian people. But also, it's been really good for, for people within Celebration Church. Like, there's just such a passion in the hearts of so many people to help them. It's been great for the church as well as for the Ukrainians. So we would encourage other churches to get involved. Uh, one way to do that is go to a website that is simply ukraine.welcome.us, ukraine.welcome.us, which basically on that website, it tells you everything you need to do, and you can connect with Ukrainians there, find a family to bring to the United States. Now, when we got started, I don't think that was available, and we didn't have a process like that to work through, but now there are a lot more options. Then also, if anyone would like to email us, we have a special email address for this purpose, simply ukraine at cctry.org, ukraine at cctry.org, and we'll send you just a little information that would help you get started. Uh, you don't have to be a professional. You don't have to have a lawyer to go through this. Uh, it's a matter of filing the documents, helping them get started, helping them get resources once they get here. 
and really being richly blessed in the process of doing so. Wow. That, that, that is all you can say with something like this. Just a total, God hears this, you take care of it, we'll do whatever you want us to do. And, and that's truly a blessing. So thankful and so grateful to hear uh, these stories and what you're doing, Pastor Russell, uh, with Ukrainian refugees. Uh, it's truly incredible. So thank you for, for sharing. Thank you for what you're doing, for Julia, for Lisa, and for Christina. Thank you, guys. We're praying for you, okay? Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Brexit. Thank, thank you. Yes. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes of Community Spotlight, you can at thelightfm.org or when you text the word Spotlight to 800-293-1069. Also saying a special thanks to Turner Business Appraisers in Matthews, North Carolina for making this episode possible. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800 330 9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.